We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Big Sound Show Show. <laughs> That's a bit more of a god moment there for me, but <laughs> hey, Brian. Yeah, welcome to the show. Yeah. Well, we I... got little distortion. I think that's. Oh, god damn it! You fucking. That's a ground issue. We got to take care of that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I had someone go like, "Oh, so you're in a band? What do you do?" And I go, "Oh, I'm I'm the singer in it. Um, I I scream in it." And they go, "Oh, okay. Well, can you give me a sample?" I go, "Bah!" <laughs> and I told that to my band members, and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, bah!" That's what I do in this band. They go, no, no, you play guitar and then you actually scream I'm like, bah! like that. No, yeah, like, right. no, no, not like that. I'm like, bah! well, he asked for a sample. He didn't ask for the whole thing. Yeah. And so, and so <laughs> yeah, <Bah! laughs> that's most of the screamers in Buffalo. Bah! <laughs> so we've been hanging out for like an hour and a half before the show here. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing to talk about. Everyone. Yeah, we, we've already talked about everything. So uh... <laughs> we got we got posters for the sh- acoustic show. And flyers, you need a flyer to get in, but it's free if you have the flyer. Right, so... So I'm just gonna throw flyers at people, like, just throw them, like, bah, here you go, bah, here you go. (laughs) You wanna see my band, here. (laughs) It's free with this fucking piece of paper. Don't you like pizza? Don't you like rock and roll? (laughs) Then come to this show. It's got pizza and rock and roll. Yeah, pizza and rock and roll. How can you go wrong? It's an all-West New York radio show that has pizza there that's not from Karina's place. Yeah, right. We did the, uh, we had the, um, Black and Hard Ball a couple of weeks ago. My buddy Austin shows up, who's, uh, co-hosting in your absence before. And he goes, he goes, hey, where'd the pizza come from? And I'm like, it came from Brando's. And then I looked at him, and I'm like, don't start shilling your fucking pizza place, because she works at Brando's. <laughs> and I would have been like, I don't know where it came from. I'm just not sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, dude, like, I I know you work at TNT Pizza, but uh, you know, <laughs> this is our thing. I, I've heard about them. I heard their pizza's dynamite. That's what their sign says. I think is it really? I oh, think so. Damn, maybe I don't know. It, it stands for Tonawanda, North Tonawanda. Ooh, that's clever. <laughs> Cut my life into pizzas. <laughs> That's an this actual is pizza my plastic now, isn't four. it? Yeah, and then it's also a Papa Roach t-shirt. They make t-shirts out Did of it. Did they really? That's cool. Yeah, the front of it is like a pizza and a pentagram. It says, cut my life into pizzas. And then on the back it says, this is my plastic fork. Nice. So. Your uh, your your hat is uh, has to do with Papa Roach. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lovers are Lunatics uh, was started by uh, Joe Coey Shaddix, the uh, lead singer. And then uh, his friend Jeffrey. And... Um, I've been friends with Jeff for a while on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, I love your company, and blah, 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 I want to get, yeah. you know, I want to get endorsed, and he's just like, okay, cool, you're endorsed, shazam, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to order a hat and a couple of shirts, so I go to order the hat, and they don't actually sell that, they have the logo that I wanted, like, the, the picture of the hat on, like, all these different hats, but none of them were Flex Fits hats, like, one was, like, they call it a dad hat, or a dad cap or something, it's like, when it's, it's not the buckle. It's it's the buck. It's like all the fabric and buckle. Okay. And then they have the trucker hat, and then they had like just a regular snapback. And I'm like, why do you not have this in flex fit? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> so he's like, give me a couple minutes. So like he got back to me like a couple hours later, and he's just like, hey, just want to let you know, I uh, I uh, I I made a custom hat for you. Just 
hit the okay button on there and nice. sent me the link and, and like it's funny because on my um there's like SKU numbers of course like it's a big company so you got SKU numbers right there's no SKU number for my hat <laughs> yeah it's just here here's a hat yeah so I just thought that was funny yeah it's a your your custom orders are everywhere yeah <laughs> I get custom orders you get custom order yeah. custom order for you and a custom order for you. <laughs> I like Bri- custom orders more. Brian uh, Brian is doing a custom order for me, and uh, I'll reveal more details probably next week of why he's doing custom orders for me. <laughs> because Brian's broke. Because Brian's broke, yes, and because uh, I've got a project in the works that uh, uh, Brian's helping me out a little bit on. So I, I just got my check today from Rapids Theater, and I got a raise. Nice. Because the because the uh, the federal minimum wage has gone up. So oh, okay. So it's ten. So I was getting paid ten dollars when the minimum wage was like eight something. I thought maybe they listened to last week's show and they're like, "Man, that's what our guys go through." Fuck, you guys need more money. No, they don't give a shit. Yeah. So yeah, so now it's ten dollars and forty cents, and then so my check was supposed to be around a little over three hundred dollars, and uh, but they still took my child support out when I tell them not to. So right, I got like a two hundred dollar <laughs> check. I was like, "God damn it, man!" Yeah, fucking hate you guys. But. I hate you guys. <laughs> Screw you guys, I'm going home. That, that should be one of your uh, voiceovers. Do one Cartman, of your voices. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not close enough to Cartman. You can just be like, no, that's my voice. I I have one where uh, it's for, it's, I play a character called Van Venom, and you can you can search this on YouTube and, and the channel will come up. Uh, but I play a character called Van Venom, and I'm like, well, you know, it's a wrestling channel. I already do two other wrestling channels, so people who watch wrestling content on YouTube probably already know my voice. So when he gave me a different character name, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. So I started doing this character. Like, I'm Van Venom, and you're listening to, you're watching. Actually, he doesn't even say the name of the channel in the fucking videos. I'm Van Venom, and today we're going to talk about 10 times Brian beat up Triple H. Or something like that. Mentally. (laughs) Yeah. It's not coming up. Oh, okay, maybe it's... Uh, maybe there's, a, there's a YouTube channel called Van Venom. Okay, that's not it. Then there's an MMA highlights of Michael Venom page. Huh. Dr. Van Venom. Ultimate Spider-Man Venom. Camilo Cabela Havana featuring Young Thug. <laughs> um, comic Pro Secrets. I, I found... I, I found the channel by searching for Van Venom, so I don't know, it's... Uh, I'll I'll give him a shout. It's wrestling his life. He's only got like ten subscribers anyway. So, <laughs> ooh, I got I got more. There you go. Then some. Then one other guy. I was happy the other day, man, because I hate doing that Van Venom voice because like I can't really do anything afterward. And so he sent me a script, and it's like, "Hey guys, what's up? I'm the paparazzo," and I'm like, "Oh fuck, cool. I don't have to do that stupid fucking Van Venom voice." Is, is that that? Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, well, he's got more than that. He's got 2,607 subscribers now. Well, I'll be damned, so he's my, he's making money now off those videos. <laughs> God damn it. Unless they're, like, fake, fake subscribers. Can you get fake subscribers? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can get fake subscribers. Could Logan Paul be the next John Cena? No. Oh, God, no. Did you do that one? Yeah, I did that one. That's fucked up. Controversial character. This guy, when he first hired me, he's like, Hey, you know what I want is I want you to say unbelievable like Vince McMahon used to do. 
and I, I can't find a YouTube, uh, you know, um, example of it, but I, I hope you know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, dude, I played WrestleMania the arcade game, like, constantly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Unbelievable! You know? And then I, I did the video, and I sent him a link to a, a video of somebody playing through um, WrestleMania the arcade game, which that's one of Vince McMahon's things where you hit Unbelievable! Somebody, you win the match, yeah. it's unbelievable! God, it's such a terrible fucking game. Boom shakalaka! Yeah. <laughs> Who, like, thought, uh, we need you to say boom shakalaka now. What? What? <laughs> boom shak shaka Zulu. No, no, no. It's shakalaka. Zoom shakalaka. No, no. Come on. Boom shakalaka. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I suppose the kids will understand this. <laughs> yeah, I just watched uh, Brian Zane's um, St. Valentine's Day Massacre review. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, it just came out today. Okay. And I was just like, oh, man, this is so good. And then I'm like, I didn't even watch this. Like, I never, because I wasn't, because I didn't have, like, the black box and shit like that, so I didn't watch pay-per-views back then. This week is the one where he's not doing Who Wore It Better, right? Yeah, yeah. And Raw was so goddamn good on Monday. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fuck. Everyone's just like, um, he didn't, uh, what do you call it? Rollins wrestled for, like, 40 minutes or something. He wrestled, like, I think over an hour. They said he wrestled over an hour. I don't know. But it was a, it was a good match. Like, I, yeah. Because everyone's just like, the, you know, he is Mr. Monday Night. I'm like, no, that's Rob Van Dam. Let's... Yeah, right. I, I, uh, I jumped, like, I had a webinar that I was scheduled to attend uh, at 9.30 on, on Monday. And I'm like, you know, if Ross sucks, I'm going to go watch this webinar. And then they start off with, and like Seth Rollins is just going. And like at 9.30, it's like, fuck, he's still in this goddamn match. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch Raw on my tablet and still do the webinar. Because the webinar was like, you know, uh, how to market a uh, voiceover video demo mm. or some shit like that. And it's like, all right, I, you know, like maybe they'll give me some advice because I don't have like videos of commercials or anything like that so yeah. like maybe they'll give me some advice of what to do in that situation then it, i find out that like none of these voiceover talents that have these video demos actually did the commercials that are in the demos nice it's like oh okay i can do that but yeah i was watching raw <laughs> now nah, van venom van venom is not going to replace slat uh, slat rock that's not going to happen Slat Rock channel is uh that's 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 where my money comes. Yeah, my YouTube uh my my YouTube video, we were talking about like I did a, a YouTube title, uh Does the Guitar Really Matter? And then everyone's just like, Oh my god, and blah blah blah, and they went crazy. That's that thing's humongous. Jesus tag. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but I um so and I'm gonna do one with guitar picks and it's gonna it's gonna be titled Does Size Really Matter? Nice. So I think I'm going to get a lot of hits from people that aren't looking for guitar picks. <laughs> so, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little excited for that one, but, um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good match from Seth Rollins. Um, like I get really scared now. Like it's weird because like the way Bret Hart used to always like, um, favor his knee, mm -hmm. like, and it's, it's funny cause the only time I ever saw him wear a knee brace was when he was in confined to the wheelchair for the for the like six months or something. Um, but I'm just like, oh, well, you know, they're going to go after his knee, but he's he's the man and he can muscle through it. 
But like every time like Seth Rollins like, starts limping, I'm like, oh my god, he hurt himself again. I uh, same here. Like it's every really time I, weird. Well, because I mean, Bret Hart was rarely ever out with injury. Yeah, yeah. So Seth Rollins, like, holy shit, did he fuck up his knee again? Like after this performance tonight, like come on. And then after, and then Bret Hart would injure himself and still be on fucking television because he yeah he needed to be because he was pretty much the face of the W. Cause, sure. Because you got to remember, like everyone goes, Bret Hart wasn't that good. It's like without Bret Hart, DX would not be what DX was. And Stone Cold Steve Austin wouldn't be who Stone Cold Steve Austin was. Because that was the, you know, WrestleMania 13 was the night that, you know, you changed both of them. You somehow was a, were able to make Bret Hart, because everyone says he was a heel when he came in with the Hart Foundation. He was just a tweener. Yeah. Like, no one really, because the guy, because if you want to go who's a heel, Mr. Perfect was a heel. Ravishing Rick Rude was a heel. Who are the faces? Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Like I mean, a heel was a, was an Iraqi sympathizer and Sergeant Slaughter. Sure. So and then you're like, well, Bret Hart was a heel. I'm like, ah, he was sort of just in the middle, being a wrestler. But he was pretty much a face when he became a singles guy, and then he was a face all the way until he wrestled Austin. And yeah, and Austin still says like his his some of his favorite matches were with Bret Hart, which is I think a compliment because a lot of people said like. It's funny because everyone's just like, no, Bret Hart's not the best. And it's just like, okay, well, we'll name some of your favorite matches. And, like, Bret Hart is almost always in some of those matches. <laughs> it's, like, singles match without any um, without any gimmicks. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart WrestleMania 10. Is, is, it's up there. It's one of the best. I can't even argue with you on that. Because, I mean, we've had this discussion several times where I'm a Shawn Michaels guy and you're a Bret Hart guy. Yeah. And you, we always agree that Brett versus Owen at WrestleMania 10 was one of the best matches. And Brett versus Shawn Michaels was great as an Iron Man match. And just the way that it was presented now that I'm older, I'm like, you know, I never noticed that they were presenting Shawn Michaels as this vibrant young kid and and Bret Hart as this old guy. I mean, I, I when I was younger, I did not perceive it that way. Like, oh, okay, you know, Brett's got to be careful because he's running on ice, yeah. which is, you know, how he feels he was perceived was... He's an old guy and he can't run very fast. And that's... Well, like, well, like they show him like running like briskly and then getting his ass kicked by his like eighty year old father. Yeah, right. And then you show a freaking Shawn Michaels with Jose Lothario like doing upside down chin ups. Like, okay, but I mean, put put Stu Hart in the ring with Jose Lothario. Put Stu Hart with Shawn Michaels. At that time, yeah. Well, at that time, yeah, that, and at that time, <laughs> also at that time, yeah. You put Stu Hart in the ring with anybody, Stu Hart's gonna whoop your ass. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I think Bret Hart was one of those guys that, like, um, that you, he couldn't have a bad match. Even his bad matches were better than than most of the matches on whatever card he was on. Um, and, and he definitely had some iconic matches. I mean, we're talking uh, Mr. Perfect, that one match for Mr. the Intercontinental Perfect, title. Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper was another great one. The British Bulldog, SummerSlam, oh, uh, yeah. the outdoor one in Wembley Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, him versus, actually, him versus Razor Ramon are very uh, underrated matches that were really good because they uh, like Scott Hall even says like yeah they pushed me because they wanted me to be champion and then they, they just stopped yeah because people they liked it the problem with the heel is that it can't be a really good chase and the problem with that was is he was doing such a good chase with with him they're like well we're just going to give him the intercontinental title and sort of make him with the intercontinental title which is I, I find it funny Scott Hall is like one of the best wrestlers of of those of those eras to never actually win the heavyweight championship, sure. Which is ironic since Kevin Nash won the WCW championship like fifty times or something. Kevin Nash was also booking the show yeah, a lot yeah, of the yeah. time, so. 
So I just I just uh, listened to this uh, the Chris Jericho podcast yesterday and um, one of his podcasts it was just on YouTube, uh, but it was all about how Chris Chris Benoit will never be in the Hall I, of Fame. I saw that exact same video. So and <laughs> and he's just like as a wrestler, he's like, yeah, I completely think he he'll, he should be in the Hall of Fame, but he almost brought the entire business down. Yeah. And he's just like, I was his best. I was one of his best friends. And I could tell you this right now. Like that was the Chris Benoit that killed his family was not the, the Chris Benoit that I knew my entire life. And mm-hmm. nobody really knows, except for the people that were there, what happened and what was going on. He's like, but I believe he had dementia and stuff like Chris Nowiski was saying. And yeah, which is really nice to hear. And I, I actually enjoy Triple H has done a lot for the WWE to really like. Like Vince McMahon thought it was a slap in the face that Nowinski left and then started the Institute and and all this stuff. And Triple H is just like, no, like this is an issue. Like this is an issue that's not going to go away. Like, sure, we need to mend fences. And then the the big the the big news, and I think this is all because of Triple H. Fucking Jeff Jarrett is going into the the Hall of Fame. <laughs> like everybody, including Dave Meltzer, is like he's not going. This is just rumors. K K Fame News said that uh, Jeff Jarrett is going into the H A double L O double F A M E. Like I, I just thought I, and it's really weird because all of it was mostly his, his country music, like when they gave yeah. the highlights. Yeah, and then there was like, and then like five seconds of WCW slap nuts, Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> which is funny. It's like, listen, I understand you guys like to write history the way you want to create it but jeff jarrett for his accomplishments in the wwf i don't think we're as good as his accomplishments in the wcw no and but overall for professional wrestling jeff jarrett is is definitely a hall of fame worthy oh yeah for all the things that he's done for the business and again saint valentine's day massacre he does the um which it's funny because he does the, the video and he's like, as of this video, Jeff Jarrett's not in the Hall of Fame and he'll probably never be in the Hall of Fame. And then he gets in the Hall of Fame. But um, yeah, like the very next day, like. yeah, it's him and um, it's him and Owen Hart as tag team champions versus Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown. And which was a which was a pretty good match. And I, I forgot how good of a he I actually liked him as a tag team wrestler and him and Owen Hart are great heels. Owen Hart is probably one of the best heels in the business because no one ever soured on Owen Hart. Like Owen Hart was always a heel, even when he was a face. When you know in Survivor Series with Bret Hart and the rest of the Hart family, he was he always was the the you know the black sheep, and he always you know. And that's what, my favorite Owen Hart was probably the Black Heart Owen Hart. Sure. So, but the King of Hearts is pretty close, and then the Slammy Award winning Owen Hart. I mean, is just amazing too. But I, I hate Blue Blazer, especially since that's what really killed him. So pretty much, literally. yeah. But um, Jeff, Jer- like I can't wait to hear what Jeff Jarrett is. Jeff Jarrett going to mention TNA, and everyone's saying like the reason he got in is because pretty much everyone he helped build and create in TNA are now in WWE. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if like if Vince McMahon or Triple H came to him at the Hall of Fame and shook his hand and said thanks for all the talent or something like that. <laughs> so I mean, but the thing is, you you ask if he's going to mention TNA. TNA is not off limits. They've they had when uh, when Kurt Angle came back. If you saw the WWE 24 on the WWE Network, Dixie Carter was on that. Oh, I didn't know. Former that. president TNA Wrestling. Well, because she's no longer part of TNA, right? Right. I'm not saying that you know TNA talents are going to be yeah. involved, but their TNA is slowly not becoming a dirty word for WWE. On top of that, Impact has gone out of their way to be like, yeah, we want to accommodate everybody. 
yeah. in, in particularly after the uh, whole broken universe debacle uh, where, you know, they finally conceded and they said, no, listen, anybody that gets over on our show with their uh, creative ideas, they can go anywhere else and still use these gimmicks. That's our new policy. And so they're they're going out of their way to be like, yeah, we want to play nice with everybody. Well, and that's probably the safest uh, safest way of doing. They're, they're never going to be like real competition. So WWE can just as easily be like, yeah, okay, you know, this guy helped create this other company. You know, I mean, they're not going to go out of their way when they're building a star, like or when they're bringing in a talent like Matt Hardy or whoever, and yeah, say yeah. like. Oh, well, you know, it's been, they'll say it's been 12 years since he's been in the WWE and then not reference what he has done in those 12 years. Yeah, like Sting. Like Sting, like Sting. was in WCW and then did nothing for 15 years or Sting something. Sting was in WCW and then you never heard from him again until he showed up at Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> he's not, he's not Goldberg. Yeah, right. Or Goldberg actually left and didn't do anything. Yeah, right. Like it's like, I think like the problem with WWE is you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You need to sure. have. You need to be able to go, hey, I want to, um, you know, this guy went away. Like they did with Brock Lesnar. He went away and became this huge MMA guy Mm -hmm. and UFC guy. And then they got footage from UFC to show. And then he comes back. And it's like, there you go. That's how you fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and you have to mention TNA. I think if they don't mention Jeff Jarrett with TNA, there's going to be something like he, you know, he he helped give a home Two people like Samoa Joe and and um AJ and Bobby, Styles, Bobby AJ, Roo, yeah, yeah. and then also he was a former NWA champion and and lay it like that and then also lay down Jerry Jarrett which I think Jerry Jarrett should have a uh, should be in the Hall of Fame certainly um honestly I think um Ted Turner should be in the Hall of Fame but I mean the last thing Jerry Jarrett did for the WWE was uh, give them the Great Kali did he really yeah oh wow. <laughs> My condolences, then. They they made a... They, like, did this press release on WWE.com where they're like, oh, yeah, Jerry Jarrett brought, uh, you know, wrestling legend Jerry Jarrett brought Dolly Singh to the WWE, and he's a seven-foot Indian wrestler, Ooh. you know, or whatever. And, like, yeah, okay. Thanks, that, Jerry. If that's the last thing that you're associated with, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, that, that's the thing. Like, I think they really need to... I'm surprised Jim Cornette isn't in the Hall of Fame, but I think he will be. Sure. Uh, is Jimmy Hart in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. Don't, don't give me that yeah. Like, oh, and Hart's not in the Hall of Fame. No, he's not. You are correct. Um, I think, you know, I think Jim the Anvil Nightheart should be in the Hall of Fame. Sure. But I think it's so hard to talk about any of those guys and not talk about Owen Hart. Right. I think Brian Pillman should be in the Hall of Fame. Definitely. Um, but again, it's going to be hard to talk. It's pretty much anyone associated with Owen Hart. It's going to be hard to, to, to talk about it. I mean, Bret Hart, it's... They got the they got the okay to use some footage with when Bret Hart was was thrown in there, which is, I mean, understandable. But I mean, it's it's gonna be hard. Stu Hart should I think is Stu Hart in the Hall of Fame? No, he should be. Yeah. Stu Hart should be. I agree. Um, for for Stampede Wrestling, just Stampede Wrestling alone. I agree. Um, I think uh, Bad News Brown should be in there. I think he should also be in agree. there. I think he should be in there as Bad News Allen because he did more as Bad News Allen. But I'll I'll give it to him. Um, just like I feel like Big Boss Man did more as Big Bubba Rogers than he really did as Big Boss Man. I mean, the best Big Boss Man did was his Attitude Era run, in my opinion. I agree, but uh, yeah, I think um, I think the way you should look at it is who's having who's had some of the best matches out there, and are they in the Hall of Fame? If they're not, 
put him in the fucking Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand why you needed to have Koki be- Coco Beware. And this is another Chris Jericho rant, actually. Like, I understand, you know, Koki Beware wasn't, like, the end-all, be-all. But the guy's still wrestling. And the Hall of Fame is supposed to be more about these guys gave their blood, sweat, and tears for the for the for the product for the business and that's that's the big reason why the bushwhackers got in there because like well they never became the tag team champions i'm like do you know how much money they drew i mean Mm -hmm. like i got licked by 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 one of the bushwhackers sure like that was my first that was my no that's my (laughs) second it was a tag team turmoil in like 1996 and it was one of their last runs with the wwf and um but i was like oh my god the fucking bushwhackers i got licked like because that's really fucking cool Mm -hmm. like um you, you don't think about the Sultan and go, the, the Sultan should be in. <laughs> Demolition should be in. Good luck with that. Demolition, I, I understand. But Demolition were the longest reigning WWF tag team champions up until just, like, a year ago. Yeah. I, I, I get that. I understand that. Um, I'm happy that Ivory's getting in. I'm yes. Like, I thought that was, uh, again, she... And well-deserved. Ironically, she made her pay-per-view debut at the uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Huh. But uh, I completely... Uh, Stu Hart went in 2010. She's telling me... Uh, we'll have to research wow. this, I guess. Well, thank you, Lady Laura Moore. Apparently, we're stupid. St- did Stu Hart go in before Bret Hart? Or did they go in at the same time? Well, let's verify do, some do, information do, do, here. Do, do, 2010. Uh, no, Bret Hart went in in 2010. No, it's, what's that? It says Stu Hart. Uh, oh, Stu Hart inducted by Bret Hart, apparently. Yeah. Boom! Well, let's let's make sure. Yes, you're right. Okay, she's thank she, you, okay. Lady Laura Moore. Thank you. Okay, cool. Like, um, I'm surprised Goldust isn't in yet, but I guess it's because he's doing such a great run. Because I feel like they're like Hall of Fame means you can't be wrestling anymore. Mark Henry's going to make the Hall of Fame. I think he deserves it. I actually think he should go in next year. I think pretty much right when his contract runs out. Because he's also a great ambassador for him. You know um, Rey Mysterio is going to get in. I think mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam should get in. Mm-hmm. I honestly think Sabu should get in because Sabu did so much. Excuse me. He did so much for um, for ECW. Um, I want to say Sandman should go in, but God, he's just... he's how, how does Sandman get so much with so little talent? <laughs> That entrance <laughs> goes havoc, a long way. Havoc. He was fucking Havoc. That entrance goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, havoc. And he got all those tattoos of barbed wire on him and shit for WCW. I got to be a part of that entrance at an ESW show. Yeah, was so. like, That's why you're like, I want to, you just want to be like, hey, I got to drink beer from a Hall of Famer. Well, um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I am already a Slammy Award oh, winner. I should be in the God. Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kayfabe News thinks I should be in the Hall of Fame. Hey. Yeah, I mean, you uh, you and Owen Hart are both uh, Slammy Award winners. Who are not in the Hall of Fame, yeah. yeah look Step at up your game, WWE. Yeah, first Joe, then Owen Hart. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> God, that'd be so fucked up. That would be fucked up. CM Punk's gonna get into the Hall of Fame. CM Punk better get into the Hall of Fame. They need to... It's gonna be like 10 years or something. But... They need to resolve whatever issues it is that they have. Well, the problem is, is Triple H has an issue with him, and he has an issue with Triple H, and since Triple H is sort of the go-to guy right now for WWE... Like, the best part is everyone's just like, Vince is going to be backing away so he can do XFL. So he's giving 205 Live to Triple H. I'm like, to be fair, 
He wasn't, he wasn't doing anything with 205 Live. Have you watched 205 Live lately? No, but I mean, he. Vince oh my McMahon god, 205 Live is so much better now is, than is it was. Is Goldust still wrestling on there? I, not that I've seen. I, I watched last week's episode. I haven't gotten to this week's, but last week's was just so good. See, I really it was. Like- uh, it was Mark Andrews and uh, and Akira Tozawa had a match, um, and Drew Gulak and Tony Nese had a match, and like they've done a reset. But they haven't erased the history. Okay. So it's like... Which is hard to do when it's just like all your top guys have left or, in, or are injured now. Well, okay. So they haven't erased <laughs> the history. And what they've what they've done is, you know, so it's like, you know, Drew Gulak's got these rules for, for his vision for 205 Live. But he really wants this shot at WrestleMania and the, and the Cruiserweight Championship that he's going to earn by getting to the finals of this tournament. And he beats the shit out of Tony Nese in this match. Just like beats him like to the point where the referee was like, dude, I'm going to stop the match, you know? Wow. Um, and then there's like, you had the match with uh, Mark Andrews and Akira Tozawa. And Andrews just like, you know, it's just this solid back and forth match. And it's like, these guys really want to go to WrestleMania. They really want that shot at the Cruiserweight title. They're really making it seem like it means something. Yeah. And um, I found out that Mark Andrews is the singer of a pop punk band named yeah. Junior. I think I told you last week. Yeah. And they sound kind of like Blink-182. So, <laughs> oh, I showed you the video, I think, didn't I? No, you did Matt, not show okay. me the video. Matt Hardy's in the music video. Yeah, you told me about okay. it, but you didn't show okay. it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know why I'm just not really excited for WrestleMania this year. Uh, probably because I was so... Because last year was just so, like, hit and miss. And it's so long. Yeah, it's like what was it? it's like almost four hours. No, it was more, more than, than that. Hours. Yeah, yeah like more four than four and a half hours. I still remember the one a couple of years ago with was Triple H versus uh, Triple H versus Roman Reigns or something, and it yeah. just and it it just it was like midnight, and they were just going on, and it's like no, no, yeah. Uh, oh well, we talked about wrestling for a half hour. Would for you like half to, an hour? Would you like to hear some new music? I do. I want to hear from a band that's playing somewhere soon. Well, you can catch this next band tomorrow night at uh, Funkin' Waffles in Rochester, supporting Troll 2 from Boston. Uh, They're also playing with the Rust Belt Brigade. Rust Belt Brigade. Easy for me to say. The Rust Belt Brigade and Ella Fino from Rochester. Uh, This is Janie Crash and the Tall Men, and this is a brand new track from them. Uh, Just released, uh, I think, yesterday. Uh, and this song's called On That uh, On the Jazz on the Think So Joe Show, all WNY Radio. It's two o'clock and everyone's out the door Think I stay, have a couple of more But I ain't gonna worry about my goddamn job Just gonna keep on drinking and acting like a slob Now some men play for keeps I just try to keep the play Gets me through the day There's a reason I live To take advantage of all those sins Offer to me every day 
never been considered the gambling kind. Do me in, and I give it a try. Two of the ante, let's bet the house. Oh, I'll be living in a mansion, I'm sleeping in the gutters. Swing at me just the other night. Well, I ducked, I hit him with a right. Had a choice right then to finish him a walk away. me through the day There's a reason I live To take advantage of all those sins Offered to me every day Yeah, a little Janie crash on the tall man All WNY radio think so, Joe Show Now let's get back to wrestling now <laughs> Yeah, you can catch Janie Crash tomorrow night uh, at Funkin' Waffles in Rochester. If you haven't seen Janie Crash, highly recommended from me. I've got him on a show coming up uh, in a few months. And before that, my girlfriend has them on a show, too. So My girlfriend? They're, 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 they're going to be around, so <laughs> check them out if you can. Great people, great band, great, mu- great musicians. Nice, nice people. Very nice people, yes. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. It's been a long fucking day. Yeah, honestly. you've been up since what noon? <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I've so, been up since ten. You win. I got it. It's always a competition. <laughs> well, I was telling you, I stayed up. I watched hockey, and then I I came in here and I did a bunch of voiceover shit, and then fell asleep in the studio and woke up at like five, and I'm like, fuck, I should go to bed. And I'm like, but I don't want to sleep all day, so I slept till 10. But hey, you, finally, you did watch that movie, we'll talk about that. I did, hour. we'll talk about that, yeah. 
So you gotta. I was listening to uh, this station uh, that's hit this rock hits station on from Canada the other day, and I had to go into the chiropractor and stuff. But I'm listening to it, and she's like, "I'm driving to the chiropractor." And she's like, "After this song, find out this, 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 this." Ah! <laughs> Brian's breaking things. I fixed the grounding issue. I just have to hold on. To it. <laughs> He's gonna hold the thing for the whole show. He got it. Okay. <laughs> um, but the station, you like find out this, like all this info, like, like this info that I really wanted to know about after this one song, and it was like TNT uh, by ACDC or something. Like sure. That. So, and I'm like, okay, and I'm listening, I'm listening, watch it, and I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting, and that's over. And then another song comes on. I'm like, okay, well, you said after this song, then another <laughs> song, then another song. Then a commercial break. Oh, God. Then I get to the place. Then another song. Oh, no. And then I had to go inside. And I'm like, and I'm like, just pissed. I'm like, did they just fucking forget? Like, <laughs> and then I go back on there and I'm listening to all the way home. And there's, they don't even reference anything. Like, either like it was just like a, a troll or nothing. Like, <laughs> find out after these words. From everybody in the world, we'll see you tomorrow. It's like <laughs> find out tom on tomorrow's show, but tomorrow's Saturday. You guys are off tomorrow's show. Mm -hmm. Like shit like that. So weird. Yeah, celebrity wing, celebrity wing. Yeah. Rose, Jesus. I hear Kid Rock's going in this year. Home alone. Do you think so? I hope not. <laughs> Because he is American badass. Yeah, anyway. I know. I, I Let's not get on that kick again. <laughs> I enjoyed his Ho song. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, coming up at 6 p.m., an all-new Think So Slow show. Ooh, Think So Slow. Oh. You'd be like, I'm Think So Joe. You know, Brian, if we did a show in that speed... We wouldn't have to come up with nearly as much to talk about over two hours. <laughs> Boom. That would no. help both of us out sometimes. <laughs> I love Lady Laura Moore at Think So Joe Show. No, Mueller Show. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, not Home Alone 5 either. Home Alone 5. No, thank you. I'll ask the question when we get to the segment. <laughs> so here's a... Is there a band now? I don't like the whole world, the whole word guilty pleasures, but is there any new bands out there that you're listening to or new music that, you know, old Joe, like 10 <laughs> years ago, would have been like, what a fucking pussy. <laughs> what a fuck. This is what I grow up to be. Kill me now. No, I don't think so. I think everything I'm listening to now is the shit I was listening to 10 and 20 years ago. That's just pathetic. I'm still living in 1997, you know. <laughs> and I, I and 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 to to prove that I'm still living in the late 90s, twice this week I've been on a bus where the date was uh, June of 1998 on the on the on the on the LED screen in That's the bus. Weird. Yeah. See, as you heard when you got in my car earlier today, I've been listening to Fallout Boy. Yeah. Which is just really weird, but it's Fallout Boy after their hiatus is yes. so different than Fallout Boy from before. Which you think you think the punk guy and Brian would be like, no, no, it's okay that you're listening to Fallout Boy, but it's just like Sugar, we're going down. Like I couldn't stand Patrick Stump's <laughs> voice. Sugar, we're going down swimming. It's like, oh my god! But the album they put out after their hiatus is just so much more epic. 
It, well, everything, like, all their music has been so epic, and it's like, and the songwriting's so much better. It's it's pop songwriting, but still real guitars. Yeah. You know, uh, real vocals. Uh, it's, the drums are so good. Like, I like Imagine Dragons, because the drums are just so fucking big, and that's, that's what I like. It's like the problem is, is like you'll listen to like a metal band now, like a thrash metal band, where it's just like juka 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 juka, like that's it. Where it's just like you know how more epic it would be if the guitars were still going like, but the drums are like, like something like huge and epic, and like that. That's what I've really like. Skillet really embodies that. Like they'll still have the fast guitars and shit like that, but the drums are like. Uh, when the levy breaks, like that's the type of drums I like. To, right, ooh, I got you. Baka. I um, but like I was at an indie wrestling show and they used uh, centuries as a uh, like for their like their video for their past show. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, holy shit, who is this? And it's like, oh, it's it's Fallout Boy. Like, and I, you know, I have I've got Google Play Music. I'm like, I'm listening to this fucking album. Yeah. Like, this is this is good. They have the song Uma Thurman on that album. Google Play Music. I wasn't talking to you. Hey Google, stop! <laughs> oh, we almost got sued. Let me let me just turn that off there. Hey Google, no. suck it. Where the fuck is the button? Hey Google, suck it. Sorry, I don't understand. Hey Google, fuck you. Okay. Hey Google, stop! Jesus. Well, I'm, I sort of want to know what song it is now, because it's not Fallout Boy. Jesus, got to learn where that. Uh, so are you done with Alexa? Because now you've got Fallout Boy. The mic is off. Okay. No, Alexa's in my kitchen. Okay. Alexa's in my kitchen, and she's hooked up to the Bluetooth on my stereo. Okay. Cool. cool. So yeah, there's there's that. So. We were talking before the show that the music selection isn't nearly as good on Amazon as it is on Google. And uh, especially because I just have Prime. I don't have the Unlimited anymore because I tried to play like Dreadnecks and shit on Unlimited. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we don't have that. I'm on there. <laughs> and then I, I said to you, uh, you know, we sat here and I was like, play the album Beast of Boredom. And it's like Beast of Boredom and plays the Dreadnecks. Like, well, first it's a Beast of Burden by the Rolling Stones. Because I didn't specify I was looking for an album. Yeah. Uma Thurman is a great song, mixing the current with the nostalgic, says Mark. Yeah. Because it's got the fucking Munsters theme song. It's a turn of Jack Black there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, but yeah, like, I really enjoy Fall. I like, I, I like their newer stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Big Hero 6? No. So you should watch that movie. It's like you watch it with your daughter, but it's it's based off Marvel. But it's it's really funny because it's based off Marvel that Stan Lee had nothing to do with, but he still makes a cameo. By the way, Brian, do you know who's in town tonight? I don't know who's in town tonight. Paris are in town tonight. Oh, are they? Yeah. Perverse. <laughs> Fuck perverse. 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 God, they were so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, my God. You remember, like, you and I were just sitting there making fun of them the whole time. There was one guy who didn't like them so much that he, like, just crossed his arms and turned around and faced away from the stage. Yeah. And he was standing right up front. Yeah. And it's like, damn, dude, like... Way to fuck... Like, I... You know, they're they're doing something good for them. It just... It really looked like they were using 
fucking backing tracks galore and shit like well, that. Well, I mean, I had pointed out to you that every time there was a guitar solo, the dude would turn around and face away from the crowd. Yeah. And you would see the bass player just, like, sneak up to the synth- to the uh, sampler. Yeah. Right? So it's like, ooh, you guys are trying to be sneaky. You ain't playing that fucking solo. He yeah. is. You know? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, if, if you're into that kind of shit, they're playing tonight. Um, I'm not into that kind of shit. Yeah, I know you're not. I'm just saying, if any of our listeners are into that kind of shit, listen. If you want to go see Par- if you rather- if if you want to go see Paris tonight, stop listening to the show and go watch them. Because you know what? I don't want you listening to the show. <laughs> you dirty, smelly hobo. Oh, or you can finish listening to the show and then go see them and just uh, you know not tell us about it because we don't give a fuck. Because we'll make fun of you for your musical choice. No. We will make fun of you for that. <laughs> they fucking suck, dude. Like, I have I listen to some of their stuff um, like, recorded and it's pretty good, but like, here's the thing, like, with backing tracks, and this is this is just my opinion. I sure. have no problem if there are some backing tracks. Sure. I'm cool with that. I've seen bands where, like, we saw, um, I don't even know what their fucking name was. It's uh, fucking Greg Allman's daughter. Uh, Picture Me Broken. Yeah, Picture Me Broken. And they had two guitarists, a drummer, and her on vocals. And because their bassist quit. So what they did is they had a backing track with the bass pumped through there. And I get that. That's That makes sense. I'm cool with little extra guitar parts, especially if it's like really weird sounding guitar parts, really weird drums. Sure. Like Breaking Solace has a track where it's the uh, the drums are like hip-hop drums. It's like do 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 and that's like for the first like half of the song, and then the whole band pops in and stuff like that. I'm cool with that. But when you're like, but we let everyone know that it's a fucking backing track. Like if you're just trying to like, hey, yeah, we're you know we're just doing all these backing tracks and and that's it. And it's got to be fucking done right. Mm-hmm. It's got to sound fucking good. You can't have a backing track that sounds like shit, mm-hmm. which I have I have been purview to in in certain bands. So which sort of sucked, but. Which sort of sucked. <laughs> Doesn't like you tonight. Apparently. Yeah, I, um... But yeah, they, they were just... The problem was is they couldn't recreate their sound live. And my thing is, a band should be... If, you, or if you're calling yourself a, a band, yeah. you should be able to play your music live. Like, how do you write? Like, do you not go into a room and write together? Do you go, no, we just write through the internet together? Because that's like a little fucking weird. Like, it's one thing to go, hey, guys, I have this idea and record a demo, send it to your band and go, now, next time we get together, let's jam it out and see what's up. But it's a whole other thing to go, hey, guys, I wrote this whole song. Here it is. Oh, well, I got this. And, like, you're just really practicing on on so you can just throw as many fucking so, I mean, tracks as you want. I mean, like, is is uh, studio musicians like it, it, is that a prevalent thing still? Like, I know it used to be like in the 50s, 60s. I mean, I know, and I know it continued on, and and I mean, like, how are we to say that these guys, you know, like, the studio musicians they hired to be their band on their album aren't better than them, and they're just like, well, fuck, we can't play that. Well, and that's, <laughs> like, well, it's, it's still prevalent to this day. There are still people. The difference is, is a lot of those studio musicians take time and go tour. Right. That's fucking weird. Man. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Are we gonna? It's a. There's a short somewhere or a grounding ish. I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> Yo. All I right. Th- I think you just need new mic cables, man. Yeah. Or new mics. 
But um, it's still prevalent. But like a lot of Slash's crew in uh, what's it called? Slash and Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Yeah, the Conspirators are a lot of them are are uh, they they do a lot of session work, but at the same time they also have their own band and stuff like that. And um, which which is fine. And then the other thing is like a lot of like producers and songwriters, like uh, Rivers Cuomo of Weezer, is a makes more money as a songwriter for other people than he does for for his own shit. Sure. So, which which is fine. I mean, especially it's if you listen to Weezer stuff as a like late. Linda Perry of Four Non Blondes, yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah, she I mean, without her Pink wouldn't be Pink right now. Exactly. So, uh and then she also helped uh do Beautiful from uh, Christina Aguilera, Aguilera yeah. which is wonderful. Um but yeah, it's it's the, it's the exact same thing. Like um it I just can't but as an artist you're able to go like you get that you like I know guys that were like I can't do this solo like um Zach Myers from Shinedown he was trying to re- he was trying to learn solos that the old lead guitarist of Shinedown did and he he couldn't do it he didn't have the techniques down and he also couldn't hear it cuz he doesn't really he was saying he's just like yeah my ear wasn't good enough for it so what he did is he went to a, a guitar teacher and the guitar teacher pretty much tabbed everything out for him, taught him everything, and then taught him more technique and shit so he can actually be a lead guitarist. Because Zach Myers, when he joined Shinedown, was supposed to be the rhythm guitarist. Sure. But it's it's shit like that. Like, um, you know, as someone goes, like, the there was this great story I heard from um, uh, from Steve Lukather. Lukith- um, he's the guitarist and songwriter of Toto. Now, if anybody knows Toto, you know, they do the song Africa and a couple other hits. They're all studio musicians. They pretty much got tired of not making enough money, so they wanted to do a band. So, but he was talking, he did a Steely Dan song. And Steely Dan were known as these great musicians that never needed studio musicians. But there was the solo that just, that the guitarist wasn't just getting. He couldn't feel it out. And Steve went in there and did like one or two takes, and they're like, that's it, thanks. And he was on the record. And, but the guitarist of Steely Dan had to listen to that and go, am I able to play this or will I be able to play this? And if not, it, sh- it can't be on there. Right. Like there's a lot of bands that have like what they'll do is if they get a new member, um, they'll the new member learning old solos will go, well, I'll do parts of the old solo, like the famous parts, but then I will throw in my own twists. Excuse me, which is fine. It's the whole. I can't play the solo at all. Like someone like every time Sammy Hagar would do uh, or David Lee Roth would go out on the road solo and they play Van Halen tunes, the guitarist that they got needed to know how to play the Van Halen solos mm-hmm. because a Van Halen solo is a Van Halen solo. And yeah. almost the whole solo is especially like running with the devil is such an iconic solo. And if this if their guy could not do that fucking solo, it's like, fuck him. Yeah, and right. Then he can't be there. So. Sure. And it's just one of those things. Like, I don't know what what their what Perverse's shit was, but um and if if anybody wants to know why they're called Perverse, in my opinion, it's they spell their name P-V-R-I-S. Yeah. And the reason they do that is because they weren't allowed to have the name Paris because of Paris, France, apparently. Yeah, and, and you and I were asking around at the at the concert that we saw them at, you know, why how the fuck do you pronounce this band name? And somebody had to actually tell us that no, it, it's it's Paris, guys. 
to Paris. And, and we're just like, how the fuck? <laughs> you know? How do you get from A to B there? Like, that was the... And, like, even the person that said that, she was like, eh, they weren't that good. Then. It was like... Like, how they got with Blink-182 is beyond me, because it wasn't, like... It wasn't even close to pop-punk. It was just so... I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was just... I thought... In my opinion, I thought it was garbage. So, I understand art is, is subjective, but... So here's a call. I mean, I, you're, you're telling people, hey, if you're going to listen to this garbage, tune us on. No, don't tune us out. This is what I want. If you're going to see Paris tonight, and you listen to this show, and I, I want to hear from you. So you tweet me at ThinkSoJoeShow, uh, Facebook me at OfficialThinkSoJoe. Just get a hold of me if you go see Paris tonight. Tell me what you think of them, and 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 tell me... Uh, if if you noticed what I noticed, which is the the guitar player turns around every time he plays a solo, and the bass player kind of creeps up to the uh, the sampler, you know, like like like. Tell me if you noticed it. If you're going to Paris tonight, just let us know. And, and, and you know, once you're done with the show, let us know. I mean, even if you listen to us on a podcast, just get get to us, and uh, you know, tell us what you think if you if you do end up at that show tonight. Yeah, like, and, you know, I'm cool with some backing tracks, but let it be known. Like, listen, if you want to do a a fucking solo in a backing track, there better be a good fucking reason for it. Like, the, like here's the thing. Like, I went to Breaking Solace, and I went to them, like, I want to do some more solos. Mm-hmm. And they go, but you're, you're the rhythm guitarist. And I'm like, well, I don't want it to be known that Dakota's the lead guitarist and I'm the rhythm guitarist. And I'm like, because... I can do leads. I just do very different leads than he does. Sure. So, um, like, and so we, we figured out a couple other parts for me to do leads on because for me to look good in, um, because it's, it's, it's showcasing everybody. And the problem with being a rhythm guitarist is you sort of get a little, you, you sort of get thrown in the background a little bit, almost like a bassist would. Sure. Because it's just like, well, you know, he's not doing anything flashy. So we're going to forget about him. So there's like, there's only like two, two or three little parts I do and that's it. But that's all I want. Like, I don't want it to be the Brian show. It's supposed to be the breaking solace show. Sure. Just like an LE, like everyone is always just like, you know, you know, you, there, there should be a solo here. I'm like, the song doesn't call for a solo, but I was also the only guitarist. So it was a lot easier. It was a lot easier to break up everyone's moments. Okay. Bass has a moment. Guitar has a moment. Now it's like, well, there's two guitarists who gets the moment, but I'm also really lively on stage. Right. So, yeah, but still trying to figure that shit out. But it's just one of those things like and then we have like we have some way of we have like weird guitar parts on um uh as as backing tracks. Like it's just like, well, Brian could do this or like the way it's set up is like I since I have a Kemper, I can make pretty much any weird noise that is on that is pre-recorded, but it takes away from the show. And I think that's where it's really important is you have to have this you have to have this uh, evenness when it comes to show to performance because you have to be able to play the music but you also have to be able to really put on a really good show and that's the that's the big thing um uh like when I saw I think a really good a really good thing is um a really good way to to look at it is Steel Panther when you saw Steel Panther it was all fucking show yeah it was all fuck. Even when there were, even when Satch was, uh, was Satchel was fucking um, soloing. It was like it was all a joke. It was all part of the show. Now when you now when someone sees uh, Stone Sour, you didn't. Um, when you, when someone sees Stone Sour, it's a huge fucking rock show. But there's still a performance 
performance show quality about it. Sure. And and that's 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 the big thing about it. You know, you can't just go out there and play your music anymore. It doesn't work. You have to have tons of lights. You have to have great sound. You have to be fucking on at all times. You can't be like, I'm going to rock out for the first half of this song, and now I'm out of breath. So I mean, I don't know about, I, I, I and I'm going to get smacked for this later, but I don't know that you need great lights. I mean, look at the Dreadnecks. I don't know. Every time <laughs> I've seen the Dreadnecks, they had great lights. Well, did I tell you Grant ended up under the stage at Stamps no. at the Black and Hard Ball? He, somebody knocked the panel off the front of the stage, and Grant just crawled under there. Nice. And somebody put the panel back. While he was under there? While he was under there. I'd be so creeped the fuck out. And Grant just crawls out from under the stairs, right? <laughs> and he gets up on stage and he's like, man, I feel like there was so much asbestos under there. And Chuck, the sound guy, goes, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I accidentally shot off a fire extinguisher under there once. <laughs> oh, my God. So Grant's covered in all this, like, fire Accidental, yeah. Yeah, fire extinguisher gunk and, like... <laughs> nice. Yeah, but yeah. see, what, every time I've seen the Dreadnecks, it's it's either been at Mohawk, Mohawk Place or Evening or, Star. Or yeah. Evening Star. Right. So, but um, Stamps has stepped up their light game. Have they? Have, they have. Have they hired a lighting person yet? No. Oh, they should hire a light person. I know the perfect person. I, I know. I know an excellent person to take that she job. She works too. for peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> really, she really likes nuts. <laughs> but um. We're about to go into a song break, but I, I want to let everybody know that we, uh, when we come back, we are going to have Joe Knows Jack. Joe, yes. Joe has done a really good job, and he, this is the third time he's had the, he's watched the movie. Like, yes, I, I got it. I actually watched the movie, and and he did stuff too, but he watched the movie also. I, I almost forgot, but then I was I laid down and I'm like fuck, <laughs> and, and then I watched the movie. So but, yeah, but who who are we listening to right now? We're gonna listen to some Tokyo Monsters. Tokyo this is another, Monsters. This is another brand new song, and uh, this one is called Headspace. And you can check this out; it's on their uh, Bandcamp right now. Uh, and I understand they're releasing another one soon. So uh, check this one out. This is Headspace by Tokyo Monsters, all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show.
Tokyo Monsters. Song called Headspace, it's available on their bandcamp, tokyomonsters.bandcamp.com. They're a great band. They they are. They're they fun. are fun. I enjoyed watching yeah. them. They are fun. We we've uh, you know we we love having them on shows and uh, when's the next show you got them booked for? I currently don't have them booked for a show. Oh! We'll, ah! we'll we'll, resu- we'll, we'll uh, rectify that soon. That's weird. Yeah, we'll rectify that soon. We'll get them on a show. They're uh, they are just. Do you just not like them? Is that no? What? I I love those guys. <laughs> they are great. Just a fucking way. They're great. Yeah, so. So, we got Joe Knows Jack. Yes, so, we do. Um, and, of course, as everyone knows, Joe says he knows everything about music, knows nothing about movies. So, we gave him the Resident Evil uh, series to uh, to watch. And he's watched the first one, Resident Evil. The second one, Resident Evil Apocalypse. And now this one... Uh, Resident Evil uh, Extinction. And uh, what did you think? And now i got to start downloading movies for you because <laughs> they're not free. But what did you think of Resident Evil ex- uh, ex- Extinction? Well, I don't mind paying, you know, three bucks to watch a movie. That that, that doesn't bother me because it's just like... He's rolling boom. the dough right now, folks. Well, no, it doesn't bother me because it's like I, I have instant access to it. You know, I don't have to sit there and download it. It's just streaming. Um, but, yeah, I, I uh, it was a Resident Evil movie. <laughs> but it was outside now in, oh, the, yeah, in oh, the light. Yeah, Resident Evil, but we're outside with light. <laughs> the middle of the day. Have you noticed? Like every movie, they like try to one up the last bad guy. So like Mila Jovovich wakes up. That's the start of the movie. Hey, wait! I've seen this before in the last two movies. <laughs> I think that's the point. Yeah, and um. And then it's like they got to she gets to a point where um basically like she's she's one of the few survivors of this zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And or 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 the what is it the T virus or what the fuck ever, right? T virus. Oh, he's paying attention. Folks. And and so um she's she's riding along on her motorcycle and she hears a distress call from a radio station. Goes to this radio station and these people are like they're just fucking assholes, I guess. I, I don't know. They, they're just fucking with her for no re- for whatever fucking reason. Like, hey, a survivor, and we're survivors too. Instead of sticking together, let's torment her for fun. Yeah. Because there's they, always those assholes in every zombie movie. There's always those assholes. They're like, I know we you know we can die at any minute, but let's fuck shit up too. So she they throw her in this pit, right? And they've got the the fucking like zombie dogs down there. Yeah. And it's like, you know, at this point. You know she's gonna escape because she fucking did it in the last two movies against these fucking dogs. Like it's not even a, it's it's not even like a <laughs> holy shit. It's like a, oh these things again. <laughs> <sighs> Wouldn't it just be great if it's like that's why I, I really like the uh, like the the out of nowhere zombie like uh, the the out of nowhere kills from zombies. It's just like we have all these massive different kinds of zombies, and it's like the the this one person just gets scratched lightly and it's like oh they're dead it's like really yeah <laughs> like that but it's it, uh-huh. i guess it, it guess it's to remind people like oh no even the original zombies can fuck you up or something but so what'd you, what'd you think of it are you, are you like god these are so fucking terrible it's god damn like like i went into this optimistic because you're like all the movies are different and the difference is this one's outside 
It's well, the same goddamn movie. Well, the first one was underground. The second one was outside at night. And the third one was outside during the day. <laughs> sure. They end up in Las Vegas where all the desert has taken back over. Yeah. And like, yeah, okay. And they're on their way to Alaska. And they're like, oh, we're going to take the plane in, or the helicopter instead. And then she winds up back underground and fighting the guy that's doing all the fucking shit to her. And whatever. It's just like, whatever. come on. <laughs> Come on, do something different. Well, in the next one, Resident Evil Afterlife. In a world overrun with the walking dead, Alice continues her battle against Umbrella Corp, rounding up survivors along the way. Joined by an old friend, Alice and her group are set out for a rumored safe haven in Los Angeles. <sighs> Instead of sanctuary, they find the city overrun with za. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> God damn. So basically, it's the same movie, except it's in Los Angeles. Yes. Okay. Have you ever seen... Um, I, I got how many more of these to go? <laughs> three. Um. <laughs> yeah, there's six. Wow, there's six. It's hard, it's hard to... Maybe I'll watch yeah. them all at work tonight and just be like, fuck it. I'm done with this shit. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with you watching all of them and then coming in next week and go, give me something else. So then I can go Jaws 1, 2, 3, <laughs> 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. What are we up to? 19? I think, it is. Uh, I think Jaws 19 is in 3D, right? In uh, in in Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> they actually just had, um, they had a whole thing about that. I don't know if you saw it. Um, I did. Yeah, like... You know, then Jaws was in love. Then Jaws was a communist. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was part of the uh, marketing for yeah. the 30th anniversary, or uh, or for uh, Back to the Future Day, actually. Oh uh, no, a couple no. a few years ago. Okay, because they also had it. Because uh, at the same time, it was for the 30th anniversary DVD that was coming out. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Well, the 30th anniversary coincided with the uh, yeah because it would have been 2015 anyway. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, if you want to go ahead and do that, have you ever seen Jaws one? Yeah, that, that was a Joe Knows Jack. Oh, was it? Okay, I, maybe I I'll make you watch all of them. I don't recall r liking it. <laughs> no, you didn't. You don't like any movie that like other people are like, that's a good movie. But apparently I, you don't like any movies that people are like, that's a bad movie. So A lot of it is like, I mean, there's so much hype to some of these movies. And, and Jurassic Park is the one that comes to mind specifically. So much hype behind these movies because these are people's favorite movies. You know, I think I, I know people whose favorite movie is Jurassic Park. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> Jurassic World 2 is supposed to be like a horror film. I, I, I recall watching that entire series and just being like the only likable character in the entire fucking franchise was Jimmy Fallon as himself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, um, I got a good one. I got a good one for you. I got a good one for you. When you're done with this one, if you watch all three today or tonight while you're at work and we you review all of them next week, okay, I'll have an extreme sports Joe Knows Jack series. An extreme sports series. Is yep. it Air Bud? No. Okay. <laughs> one of them is a movie called Grind. Okay. Uh, one is one about rollerblading in the early 90s with Seth Green. Okay. Um, uh, one is called stick it. It's gymnastics, but it's pretty extreme because she does extreme stuff in it. So I'll give you that one. That's actually a really good one in my opinion. And now I want to go home and watch stick it. <laughs> um, yeah. And I got to find like a biker one. 
<laughs> so, but the the grind movie is funny because it's got like Tom Green in it, Tony Hawk, okay. Bam Margera. It's got like every, and it's funny because everyone skateboards or most of the skaters skateboard except for uh, for Bam Margera. He just has a party and just and with hookers and blow. But uh, which anyone knows his life was it was pretty much his life. <laughs> I never knew Tom Green could fucking skateboard till I watched Freddie Got Fingered. Huh? Have you ever seen Freddie Got Fingered? I watched like 10 minutes of it. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I turned it off. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, yeah, would you like some right. sausages? I love that fucking movie. I, I, no, not, not, not me, man. <laughs> I didn't I fucking, like it. I fucking love that movie. Earl wants Tokyo Monsters on one of my shows. We'll make it happen. Earl wants Tokyo Monsters on it? Earl, wa Earl wants to be on one of my shows. So I'm, I'm the down, The basis of Tokyo Monsters wants you to book Tokyo Monsters? Yeah, I'm down, dude. I'm Can I do down. that to radio show hosts? <laughs> yeah, why not? Most, this is why most radio show hosts don't have pod, or most podcasters don't have uh, their own um, don't book their own shows and shit. <laughs> People are like, hey, uh, caller, what do you want? I want you to book my band. Ah. Well, I mean, we were literally just talking about how great Tokyo Monsters well, are I'm trying and to how out. I would like to book them. Well, so. you've you booked them three times and uh, twice. Twice I've had them. Twice. Tw uh, Nietzsche's? Yeah, Nietzsche's. Uh, I thought you had I thought you had them Nietzsche's, the uh, had him New Year's Eve, and New I had Year's him Eve. had him New Year's Eve, and I had him on Nietzsche's. Okay, I thought you had him three times already. I don't believe. No, I'm pretty sure I only had him twice. Okay, so, so yeah, so they're due is what you're saying. <laughs> you're booking a July show. Book them in July. Uh, my July shows are pretty much booked. Oh, I thought you were doing the third one. Uh, well, we're doing the third one, and uh, but that's not uh, you know we've already got uh, that's pretty much. Oh damn. Yeah, it's pretty much filled. So because <laughs> Joe only books one or two shows a month. Yeah, well, like, that like, that's my third July show. Like a good promoter. <laughs> yeah. Now he's turning into a bad promoter. Well, I am thinking of adding a second one uh, cool. in in in, uh, in June. So. <laughs> well, if you book six or seven bands on the same bill, you can make more money. Um, no, that's not how that works. <sighs> oh, that's not how that works. If I book six or seven bands on the bill and we're splitting a five dollar entry fee, that's like pennies per entrance per per band like <laughs> oh that reminds me uh we sold all of our tickets did you for the mohawk show nice so we need more okay scott get get him more <laughs> yeah give me at least 10 more all right we'll get you more because like i took 20 tickets and everyone in the band looked at me like i was an asshole like hey can i get some tickets? like he, the guy who lives in fucking syracuse is like i need more tickets than this <laughs> like because i'm like everyone gets five tickets and they're like no or no, four tickets. Because it's five of us, so I gave everybody four tickets. <laughs> and and Jake was like, no, I need at least ten. And then Dakota's like, I need ten. I'm like, guys, I only got 20 fucking tickets. And they're like, there's three bands on the bill. I took 20 out of 40 tickets. I need... Yeah. Like, but I, 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 will, I, I will see Scott. Well, Scott's online right now. Maybe Scott's listening. Nah. Uh, Scott doesn't listen to this show. Put uh, I, I, I saw Scott earlier in the week, and he goes, dude, I was listening to your show on Wednesday. And Brian goes, yeah, Scott's not listening to this show. I'm like, dude, I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Brian needs more tickets, Scott. <laughs> what we should do is we should get Alexa and hook it up to his Alexa. We could do that. And I mean, then just go, Alexa, I need, add to the shopping list. I need more uh, if tickets we, for Breaking Souls. If we had the Amazon, if we had the Echo, the Echo in here, we could call Scott through the Echo and be like, oh, that's so weird. Yeah, I've talked to him that way before. Wow. Uh, we we were we were just kind of like messaging back and forth through the through our echoes. 
uh, which was crazy. Like he wanted it was an, it was a week where you weren't here, and he was like, oh, "Yeah, I'll, you know." He left a message on my Echo to tell me that he would do the show because he was originally not going to, mm. and so he left a message on my Echo saying, "Yeah, I'll do the show," and he wanted to do the whole show through the Echo. And I'm like, yeah, but my Skype is already hooked up, so let's do that. <laughs> you, know? you son of a bitch. This is how it's going down. <laughs> so are you going to try watching all three movies tonight? Uh, maybe within the next week I might try and catch all three movies just oh, to kind of get out of watching these fucking movies. <laughs> just to not have to, not to, just to not have to watch them. So it's not like, so it's like, God damn it, I have to fucking watch another goddamn Resident Evil movie. <laughs> I can give you like, I mean, we're doing these, the the rules have changed now, so you can't even, like, opt out of these movies. So I now know! I'm, now I want to start, like, just giving you, like, Seth Rogen movies or something, like, because like, almost every Seth Rogen movie is bad. I, I've I've had conversations with people who are like, oh, you know, what do you got to watch for the show this week? I'm like, fucking Resident Evil. And, and, like, after the second one, I'm like, you know, if I still had the option to quit after two movies, I'd be fucking done with these. Yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> do you like any zombie movies? Um, I mean, they're all pretty much the same. I like Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> zombie movie. What about uh, Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, it's, a, it's the a, 2004 remake. I don't know if I've seen the... I don't know if I've oh. seen either, actually, to be honest with you. Have you seen, Brian's looking at me funny. Have you seen Night of the Living Dead? Uh, no, I don't think so. What? Have you never seen any jo- Georgia... Have you seen Day of the Dead? No, I don't think so. What the fuck, man? I've seen Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Look on Brian's Jesus face. Jesus Christ. How have you not seen, like, the famous zombie movies? It's not my thing. Have you seen Ghosts on Mars? No. Okay, I've never even heard of that one. That's with, uh, that's with, um, Ice Cube. It's a weird okay. movie. I, I've seen an episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Have you seen Tank Girl? <laughs> no. I, I saw you're excited, though, because uh, I saw I saw she's coming. Lori yeah, Petty. Yeah. yeah, Lori Petty's coming, man. And. Jason Muse is coming. I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm having this internal conflict of which am I more excited about, watching Clerks and then seeing Jason Muse or watching Tank Girl and Laura Petty. I, I, I Laura Petty's Jason, my first crush. And she's I saw the Jason Muse, uh, like, sponsored post come up from from Nickel City Con, and I'm like, yes, I can. I, I want to go meet Jason Muse, and I'm like, fuck, I can't. Why? It's on May 19th. Oh! <laughs> yeah, but it's during the day. Oh, well, maybe I can do well. Wait, if oh, wait, May, oh, wait, May 19th is the fucking day that... Oh, man! Yeah. See? <laughs> MS does suck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in two weeks, it'll be Home Alone 5? I still have to fucking watch it myself, and I just don't want to watch it. <sighs> wait a minute. Oh, we could do... Uh, we have a camera. We can actually watch Home Alone 5 and videotape it now together. I, I think that maybe we should do that. Maybe we should just set the camera up in the living room. Have you seen any of the other Home Alones or just one and two? One and two. You never saw three and four? No. I think you have to watch three and four before you watch five. And I already saw them, so I'm not putting myself through it again. I, I don't think I have to. It's got uh, the guy who plays Harry in uh, Home Alone 5 is um, the weird guy from. What's his name? Oh, no, no. It plays Marv. The guy who plays Marv in the. Uh, in Home Alone Four, is the guy is the weird guy from Third Rock from the Sun. Ah, okay. Which is really weird. He's he's trying to play Daniel Stern, and it's just so not Daniel. It's like no one from the original freaking movie 
but it's all based around the original family. Which is why the 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 last three don't count. <laughs> but why? But yes, let's do let, let's let's do that. Let's just do a reaction video of us watching Home Alone Five. I'm okay with doing that. I I am down. We'll set the camera up in the living room and we'll. We'll, we'll put some lights in there and shit, and we'll... Loaded lo- loaded 45s right in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> that's safe. We'll put the, yeah, we'll put the camera up in there, and we'll watch it on the on the, on the the 58-inch in the t- in the living room there. And... I think, do we need two of them? Or no, no, I guess we don't need two of them. We'll just put, we'll use the, uh, we'll use the USB mic. Okay. Or we can do, we can, I mean, re- I suppose we could take the board and plug it in out there and... Plug uh, do a lot. I don't know. We'll figure. The it only out. one who's gonna watch it is Laura Moore. We'll figure it out. We're gonna do uh, that. That's something we're doing. We're doing a reaction video of Home Alone Five. God damn it! It's <laughs> gonna fucking suck. Ah, uh, the things we get ourselves into. I'm like, I'm cool with doing like pay per view reaction videos, but like old pay per views. <laughs> since you have the WWE network, but the problem with that is, is it's just gonna be us. Like, man, this match I just thought was so much better when I was like you know 15 yeah right and then you're gonna be like and then you'll be like oh let's watch a really great match from wcw from the early 90s and like there's no such thing as a good wrestling match from uh, WCW i was gonna say that 90s. doesn't that doesn't exist <laughs> late 80s maybe but not early 90s 1988 starcade yeah i mean like ricky steamboat and and, and rick flair the shy town rumble the two out of three falls yeah. match yeah that that will watch and enjoy. It's weird since Steamboat had a much better career after he left WWF. Yeah, I mean, uh, and and fuck, let's watch Randy Savage and Ricky Steamboat. Let, let's just, just watch just that. Watch that. Fuck the rest of WrestleMania three. Let's just watch Savage Steamboat. I've only seen that match once in my entire life. really. Yeah, because uh, it's not as good as Brett Owen, and I've seen Brett Owen probably <laughs> probably two three dozen times. Every I, uh, time I watch it, I'm like. Who's gonna win? Like for some reason, like it really takes me back to like I don't know who's gonna win this match. Yeah, right. I mean, is this your first time seeing it? No, no, this is like the third time. This is the fifth time. Yeah. This is the seventeenth time, and I'm still like, who's gonna win? Like it's almost like uh you know young Brian Zane. It's like young young Brian Muller. It's like who's gonna win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh, yeah. We'll we'll definitely uh, do some reaction videos of stuff. Home Alone Five. Oh. We'll, 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 we will put this thing to good use and get good content. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Not maybe not great content. Okayish content. Sure. I mean, we could always put it up on the All West New York Radio website too. We could do reaction videos on it. Yeah, we can do reaction videos of of us like watching bands too. But that's probably really mean. <laughs> There's like a shitty band. We're like, oh god, these guys suck. Paris comes on stage. Dude, they're playing the Razor Ramon theme song. <laughs> God, they're so fucking bad. That is exactly what I said to you, if you yeah. recall. Yeah. <laughs> and then, it's funny, because I I met a lot of people that were like, I saw Blink-182 with Matt Skiba at Daring Lake, and they were terrible, so I didn't want to go to the Art Park one. I'm like, okay, well, you missed out, because the Art Park one was much better. Oh, they were so much better at Art Park. Because Skiba was just like, no, now I know where my range is for Blink-182 shit, so... Yeah, he was uh, he was so much better that second time around. Just, yeah. Like, he was more, he was more, like, comfortable. And it's funny, because uh, just the other day, I was listening to uh, Live at Guitar Center uh, Alkaline Trio stuff, and I'm like, oh, man, I forgot how much I like Alkaline Trio. And I've never... 
I never listen to them, but I'm like, oh, I like them. But now I have Google Play, so I can listen. Yeah, right. Oh my god, I can listen to anything I want in my car. You now. you can listen to anything you want. You are welcome. Oh my god, that's gonna be great. Yeah. And then YouTube Red, so I can watch like really bad YouTube original shows. No, you know what show you watch on YouTube Red is uh, 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 Mindfield from Vsauce. Oh, okay. That is that is like that was worth YouTube Red my uh, just. And there's only like 16 episodes. She's never seen. The Ricky Sta- Ricky Savage, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat match. The Ricky Savage, Randy Steamboat match. How have you never seen that one? <laughs> Easy for me to say. Doesn't his like kid come out and he like holds his kid up or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Like it's the circle of life, <laughs> except with dragons instead of lions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how have you never seen that match? Like, yeah. How I- old are you? Like. 17? And if you are, what's your phone number? Uh, that was right into the microphone. <laughs> that's what this is, right? A spit guard? <laughs> yeah, kinda. That's part that's part of the point of it. Doesn't work as well as I thought. But I have the I have the cheap one. Yeah, you get the I got the $25 one here. Yeah, it's funny because I saw a review for one that was a hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's got different ones on there. So, and this one, this one gets used on one of my cheap mics for podcasting. <laughs> I, I just use the one that came with my road mic in the in the booth. <laughs> oh. I took a picture. Yeah, well, I posted a picture on Twitter yesterday of uh, me in the booth with the road microphones logo visible on my pop filter, like road microphones making me look and sound all sexy in my booth. Ugh. And then they sent, they tweeted back with the uh, the smiley with the hearts for eyes, <laughs> which is funny since I don't get that. And Twitter's never you're, like Twitter's you're never... sponsored by 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 companies. You don't get that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey man, I I can't believe my company fucking finally got back. I won't say who, but I can't believe they finally got back. I barely talked to them, and they're like, "No, we really appreciate your your uh, you know you 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 know pushing us and this and the other thing, and we're gonna give you free uh, free merch so you can pretty much hawk it." So I'm like, "Hey." Right. <laughs> well, I like the idea of your uh, that you're you're planning on doing with that stuff. So yeah, are you gonna subscribe to my YouTube video one day? I I, I should uh... <laughs> do it right now. She says, "How dare you ask my age? Twenty nine plus one, one, by the way. You're only a year younger than I am. You know, Ooh. I've uh, I've only dated women that are wait." No, never mind. That doesn't work. <laughs> Actually, most women that I've I've dated or married to were younger than me, except for my current girlfriend of seven years, and she is shit. She's sixteen years older than I am. Yeah, she was born in nineteen seventy, and I was born in eighty six, so sixteen years. What are you, B. Lee Muller on here? Uh, no, I'm just Muller. So good luck finding me on there. Muller guitar. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, still not you. <laughs> uh, my suggestion is, uh, does the guitar really matter if you put that in there? Does the guitar matter? Really matter? There Boom, you are! Right there. 21,000 views. 21,000 views. And I oh, am subscribed, you fucker! <laughs> Do you have any other uh, Google accounts that can subscribe to it? <laughs> God, that sort of blows. I was so excited for a second. <laughs> I thought I wasn't subscribed, and I'm like, dude, I gotta subscribe to you, it'll help you, and I went to subscribe, and I'm subscribed. 2,000 subscribers? I thought it was 100. Yeah, it's it's 2,000 subscribers now to get to be able to monetize your channel. Which... That's 
Fucking really, to monetize with ad revenue. I mean, you can monetize in other ways if you're not uh, too shameless. Uh, uh, to <laughs> how, how? How? I'm not shameless at all. What's up? Just, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, subscribe to my channel. If you want exclusive content, subscribe to, you know, back me on Patreon. Oh, yeah. I don't use Patreon. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, beg for money, basically. <laughs> I need I money. Come I here. I, one of my clients messaged me and he says, hey. Listen, this is what I was thinking of doing. And uh, he mentioned that he was thinking of doing a Patreon. And he's like, I really don't want to because I feel like I'm begging for money. And I said, no, you're not begging for money. You're offering additional content in exchange for, uh, you know, support. Yeah. Basically, you know, support the channel, get additional content. Like Brian Zane, we talk about all the time from Wrestling With Regret. Yeah. Brian Zane does Patreon and his... um classic pay-per-view reviews that we've mentioned a couple of times on this episode. Uh, His classic pay-per-view reviews are nominated by his Patreon backers. And he's got a a second like series for them, which is like him, uh, his journey with DDP yoga or whatever. Right. So, so like he's offering exclusive content with this money, you know, like it's not, you know, it's not like give me shit for free because you like what I do. It's, if you like what I do and you want more, give me money. Yeah. No, that's that that sounds better. Like my issue is just like all all the the guitar guys on YouTube that I look up to, like that's all they do and it's like I just don't have the fucking time for that. Sure. Like it's just cuz the the band is my number one thing and my YouTube channel is number 2. So I'd rather post like one good video a week than post like 17 like like uh like Jared Dines, he's got over uh-huh. a million subscribers and he was posting like four or five videos a fucking week and it's like dude that's just I can't I don't have the fucking time for that. I'm just curious am I subscribed to Jared Dines? <laughs> like I was talking to uh my guitarist and he's just like we were talking about what he wants to do versus what I want to do and he's just like well I want to do more like Jared Dines but you're more like fluff. I'm like yeah. I am subscribed to Jared Dines. <laughs> nice. I wasn't sure I had to check. Yeah, because like I like I said before off the air, I you know, I'm more of the the Craigslist guy. If you you know also I need at least a hundred subscribers before I can make a custom URL, like youtube.com slash like Muller. Right. So I've just been waiting for fucking that too. Yeah. So um but I uh you know I do like, hey, I want this orange tiny terror. It's been out on the market. Well, I don't want the review that was... Wow. I don't want the review that was out, uh, that came out right when the right when it came out. I want the review from the guy that just reviewed it or like a month ago or two months ago that it's been out for a while. And they go, listen, I've been playing this thing for like six months and I was touring it or it was a backup head or something like that. And, sure. And, you know, this is all the, the stuff it does for me now and, and shit like that. So... And like simple, like comparison, I like comparison videos too. Like, you know, you know, does, I, if I'm, I put the same pickup on every guitar, is it all, is every guitar going to sound exactly the same? I, yeah, I, I can see that. I like uh, watching comparison videos uh, for like microphones and things like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I watched like before I bought this camera, I was watching like comparison videos and, you know, like comparing it to like, cheaper cameras and you know slightly more expensive cameras and cameras that aren't necessarily designed specifically for video like these are like this is um and just like i was looking at a lot of different cameras 
uh, just to kind of make an informed decision. And the, the biggest thing for me was more of the uh, video than the audio. Yeah. Um, because I didn't want a camera that has like that really bad fisheye effect, which yeah. this one does when you're zoomed out or when you're zo- when you're zoomed out. It's got like 160 degree, what's the word, aperture or what the fuck aperture, I ever read. Yeah. So, um, so like it's got that when it's zoomed out, but when you zoom in, like I told you, I was sitting in the living room, I had the thing two feet in front of my face, and I had a decent shot, I was framed dead center in the shot, and like did not have that fisheye effect. So it's like, yeah, okay, this is exactly what I was looking for. Yeah. And then the audio quality I'll worry about later. See, like, my issue was on my camera, my camera was good, but I wanted different shots, so, like, I was, like, I got all these, um, mini, like, sports cameras that you can put, like, on your handlebars and yeah, stuff, right. but it's not a GoPro, and, and, but they were, like, $25, they were originally, like, 75 and then they pretty much went to, uh, I think it was Emerson is the company, and they went to Family Dollar, and Family Dollar was selling them for, like, 20 or 25 bucks, so I ended up getting, like, um, like six of them and it records and then for some reason i was editing with final cut pro and it won't edit them hmm. which pisses me off because i'm like well then then what's the fucking point of it if i can't like i used to edit it i used to edit that shit all on my um what the fuck's it called on my last computer when i had windows 8 mm-hmm. and with windows 8 i it still came with windows movie maker 10 does not come with Windows Movie Maker. You can still get it, though, because I have it. Okay, because it told me I couldn't get it when I you, went to their, apps, their app store. You can. I, I, um, I'll, I'll find where I got it, and I'll link, I'll okay, link you later. Cool. Um, it's, still, it's still officially from Microsoft. You just can't, like, it's just, you have to find it. That's bullshit. So I'll find it for you, and I'll, I'll get to you. Um, so we got a show coming up on... Well, we don't have a show coming up on Friday, but there is a show coming up on Friday. FTP, FTMP Events has a show coming up on FTMP. Friday. FTMP. How many bands are on that show? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Including Doyle from The Misfits. I thought it was seven. I thought Doyle was coming with another band. Um, You know what? That actually sounds about right. Um, I saw, I saw a uh, flyer, and it said... I thought it's a Doyle with. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but no, go on, I, okay. go on. Doyle, Optic Oppression, XM Priory, The Impurity, Crooked Generation, and this band, uh, and they're called Blackened Blue, and this is a song called Friends on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show. Sometime, here it comes. Just 
Agent Blue on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe show. We were totally prepared to come back. I was. <laughs> we were. It's not my show. Yeah, we were having a discussion. According to Lady Laura Moore, it's. It's the Brian Show No More show, or the Brian Slow with Joe show. I don't know. There's five notifications since the last time I. <laughs> Oh, she couldn't find your YouTube. You sent it to her. She compares our show to Corey's show, and Corey always wins. Hey, Corey's a good guy. Uh, and you know what show is on podcaster. Friday? Oh, no. all, all WNY Corey. Yeah. Corey's a good guy. We should really promote our own shows more often, shouldn't we? Yeah, probably. Yeah, check out Corey's show. It's good. We should have an all West New York radio, like, party get-together, like Red Lobster or something. We, we should uh, we should promote Scott's... Oh, that's right. Scott hasn't done his show. Like I, I, was, I was in my kitchen Scott last night. Scott doesn't do a show anymore? I don't, I don't know when the last time he did one was. Wow. I, was sitting in my sh- I was sitting in my kitchen uh, last night. I was hungry. I was getting myself some leftover lasagna, and I said, Alexa, give me my daily brief. And it's like, your daily brief from all WNY news and radio. And it's like, hey, what's up? It's January 19th. <laughs> like... Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Damn. Like, so that's the last time Scott even updated the daily brief on uh, on Amazon. Scott. <laughs> he's, just, he's not getting paid enough. I guess. He's got to pay for that office. So he can't, he can't put any of the production budget towards doing the uh, daily briefs on Alexa anymore. Yeah, that office has got to be like $200 a month on rent. That's too much. <laughs> Well, it's not too much. It's a nice office. It is a nice office. Just the building is in. The building's a little scary. Yeah. Except Priory didn't want to be left alone in the hallway by themselves. You notice every time they went to the bathroom, two of them went. Yeah. (laughs) On YouTube, these photos of how dogs have evolved will shock you and probably anger you. I wonder if I know the guy that voiced that. (laughs) Scott. I've seen that video. I didn't know it was him. (laughs) I uh, I got this video where it was like, uh, why do why do people leave like pennies on top of gravestones or something like that? Yeah. And I clicked on it, and it's like, holy shit! I know this guy. <laughs> I did that with you uh, for some wrestling thing. I was like, uh, oh my god, oh my god, it's Joe! And then the WrestleMania one, I was like, and that was before you told me that you were, excuse me, that you were uh, filling in for him for a couple of things. I'm like, oh my god, it's Joe! Like I get so excited. Like I know that guy. Like. Wait a minute, I do this too. Why am I so fucking excited I, about this? I was, shit? I was sitting at Karina's mom's house one time before she moved in. We were just we were just hanging out and I got a text and it was like, Hey, do you voice Terrafive? Like, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> nice. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. People are like recognizing me. My my kid likes to uh point out that I am the voice of movie house on on YouTube. Does she um, did she listen to that before you? No, I I was like, hey, have you ever seen uh, what the fuck was the first movie I did uh, for them was. um, Fuck, I don't remember. It was a Disney movie. And I was like, hey, have you ever seen this movie? Was it Mona? No, it was before that. Like, have you ever seen this movie? She's like, yeah, yeah, I like that movie. I've seen it. And I'm like, hey, watch this video. And she was like, hey, is that you? I was like, yeah. And she's like, that's really good. And now, so like anytime, you know, she'll tell people all the time, like, oh, you know, my my dad, like, my dad's the voice of Movie House. You know? <laughs> that's your claim to fame now. Is I'm the voice of Movie House. Yes. You go like, hey, this is Joe from Movie House. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Hi, I'm Joe. You may know me from such YouTube channels such as Terrafive <laughs> and, and, and Movie House. And then you also may know me as Van Venom. And then maybe I'm Van Venom. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was like, he sent me the one script, like, you could be the paparazzo. Like, hi, I'm the paparazzo. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's, uh, I, I'm going to just go in the opposite direction here. Like, hi, I'm the paparazzo. And you're watching, you know, this this video is about the 10 what the fuck ever, you know? Like, okay, cool. <laughs> nice. And then the next the next one, I'm like, oh, please let it be the paparazzo. Please let it be the paparazzo. I'm Van Venom, and you're watching the top 10 Triple H things that WWE doesn't want you to know or some shit like that. Like, what the fuck, man? So, yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> That's uh, one of the f one of the few voiceovers that I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. <laughs> like, why is this guy got to keep ordering from me? Tell, give him, give him me. I'll do it. So we I'm were, Van Venom. We had to go pick up some flyers, and we're in the car, and I got a message from a guy who's like, "Can you do you know two hundred and it wasn't even that much more than what I would normally do for five bucks?" And I'm like, "Yeah, nah, talk to my buddy Brian." Brian will do it. <laughs> yeah, still haven't gotten anything. Yeah. And I was like, you know, because I, I was just like, I really don't want more, like, $5 clients. I want more YouTube shit, you know what I mean? I want more, like, top 10 lists, and I want more, like, you know, you want audio like, books and yeah, shit like that. You want, like, like, 8, 10 minutes, like, minimum. Yeah, I I, I want shit where I'm going to make money. I, I, I'm, I, like... Don't come to me with $5 jobs, especially like trying to negotiate down a $5 job. How do you um, negotiate down a $5? Like I'll do these two jobs for $5 or a lot of it. Well, I mean, like you saw this one was like, I'll do, you know, I'll send you two 275 word jobs. Yeah. If you do them for five bucks each, I'll send you two a week. And I'm like, I'm not doing that for 10 bucks. I'll do it. Like, I, long. you know, when I started, like, yeah, okay, cool. That sounds good. Yeah. But now it's like, eh, you know what? I'm not negotiating, you know, the 200 for five is fucking reasonable. <laughs> you know? I think. I don't know. I don't know. I have 500 for five and everyone's trying to talk me down. So. Yeah, that'll happen. I, I, I just, I've, I've got a thousand words. Can you do that for $5? Yeah, um, no. I could. I could also have monkeys fly out of my butt. Yeah. That's such a great band name. <laughs> My band name is titled After Your Life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, um I wanted to talk, but I really was just so interested in what you were gonna write. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to write. Yeah. Cause I because I'm trying to just I, like there's a, a thing coming up soon for this, and it's like, alright, let me figure this out. Uh, so I'm just looking for the thing and like, ha, ta, 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 toy. yeah, that's not even what I'm looking for anyway, but yeah, I, I know there's a thing. I drive, there it is. I found I, it. I drive okay. past there often when I'm getting Taco Bell. Ooh, Taco Bell. Maybe I'll get Taco Bell. Let me talk to Lily about that. Shit, man. You should, we should, we, you should go to the show with me on, on Saturday and we'll get Taco Bell. Nope. <laughs> Fine, I got, I'll go I got get Taco Bell by my damn self. I have to learn two fucking songs from... From the band this week and then two songs next week and they're really hard songs because I'm a bad <laughs> guitarist. 
You're a bad guitarist that stirs up debates on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> if I get a hundred, if I get a hundred fucking uh things, it's gonna be easier. Against then I can just go oh YouTube.com slash Muller because like I'll, I'm just Muller. So like yeah, Fluff is such a cool name, but I've never had a name like. I've only had one other nickname, and it's I've had that nickname because it was my wrestling name, and then I started doing backyard wrestling one summer, and then people just started calling it to me in high school, <laughs> or in middle school and high school, so um, so it was grunge, but it just sounds really weird, like hey grunge here, so yeah right, <laughs> like like it's like it's like it's like having a name hey Van Venom here, like it's just. <laughs> I'm Van Venom. Yeah, so like, it just doesn't really work. Unbelievable. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but like uh, Muller. So, and Muller works because my stage name's Lee Muller. So my stage name's Lee. So it still works out well. Yeah, right. So, I mean, and you're B. Lee Muller everywhere else. Yeah. So. You can follow him on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, everything is just dot com slash B. Lee Muller. Tinder, so. Pornhub. Pornhub, yeah. <laughs> There's this chick that I fucking I met a couple of months ago, and she's on Pornhub, and she is just like smoking. Like I knew her. I or she shot me a friend request on Facebook because she liked like the. I know who this girl is. No, no, no. She shot me a fucking <laughs> mess. She shot me a, a friend request and said like, "Are you from Breaking Solace?" I go, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, I love the band." Blah blah blah. Still haven't told her that I haven't actually written any of the music that she's listening to. Right. But uh, she's like, "Hey, you know." Um, and I got to talking. I'm like, oh, what do you do for a living? Well, she's like, what do you do for a living? I go, I'm, uh, Breaking Solace is actually like my full time job, really. And she's like, oh, I'm like, oh, what do, you, what do you do for a living? She goes, oh, this. And she just, just sends me a link, <laughs> a link of her giving a fucking foot job and taking a, a come shot to the twat. <laughs> come shot to the twat. <laughs> so um, I was like, oh, uh, hi there. So, but she's got like a split tongue and she's got piercings. And so she'll like, out of nowhere, just send me pictures like, hey, so do you think this is a. Uh, do you think people will pay extra if I if I wore this outfit and she'll like just send me pictures of this outfit? I'm like, <laughs> like I'd pay extra. So and she's located in, in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so she's like, you should play here. I'm like, uh, yes, I should play here. And um, <laughs> so I should play. Here. And then I'm like, yeah, but it's hard to play Pittsburgh because we're too far from home. So I don't know like where we'd stay. She's like, oh, I got an extra bedroom. We band members could stay there. I'm like, oh, OK, well, you think it's big enough for all of us? No, no. One person go on the couch. The others can go in the room, and then you can sleep in my bed with me. I'm like, <laughs> like I'll be booking a show in Pittsburgh very, very soon. Very, do, you need, very soon. Do, do you need to borrow a camera? <laughs> hey, she's proven she's got cameras. Okay, then. <laughs> I may need a voice mic though. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Searching for service. How do I have like no service in this room? Is it because it's just full of elect like waves? Maybe I don't know. Like. <laughs> Like, it's just weird. Like, it reminds me of the, of the two bunny ear antennas and, like, fucking electrical currents are going up them and shit like that. It's like married with children. Assume Fox viewing positions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> remember, like, I remember when everybody made fun of Fox. Every Fox show made fun of Fox back then. Yeah. And now look at Fox. They're still a fucking joke, but not just them. They're also their news part. <laughs> the Simpsons did, uh, you know, the Simpsons make fun of Fox News all the time yeah. and Fox in general. Because, you know, Fox. Fox. <laughs> I'm going to message you like every night now and go like, so did you, did you watch Resident Evil? Did you watch Resident Evil? <laughs> Can we talk about Mark Cuban for a second? We were talking about this right before we went oh, on the yeah, air. Oh, yeah, sure. I Mark love Cuban. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. 
And he's also on Shark Tank. I love he, Shark he's Tank. He's a billionaire. And a few years ago, Sabres fans were booing anytime the Sabres would win a game because we wanted them to lose. It's called tanking. You lose all your games, you finish in last place, you get the first overall draft pick. Or in the NHL's case, you get uh, you have the best odds to get the first draft pick. Yeah, uh, that's what I was trying to figure out because it's different in all places. Sure. I, I don't know exactly what it is for the NBA, but uh, Mark Cuban is uh, has openly stated, yeah, we're going to try and lose all the rest of our games because we're not going to make the playoffs. So our best bet is to lose all the games. And the NBA fined him $600,000. That's fucking crazy. Like, okay, so, like, everybody knows that teams do this. Uh, and here in Buffalo, we've embraced that for our, for, our, for our hockey team at the very least. So everybody knows that teams do this. Uh, apparently, you just aren't allowed to, like, acknowledge that you're doing it. The $600,000 fine for saying, we're going to lose all our games. That's he, our strategy. He's just like, eh, whatevs. Yeah. And it's Mark Cuban, man. Like, Mark Cuban, $600,000. Like, okay, how do you want that? <laughs> like, you want it in the hundreds? You want it in ones? Uh, the... In ones? <laughs> do you want it in pennies? Oh my God, I'd so do that. <laughs> like, didn't uh, like, Apple get sued by Samsung and lose, and then they gave, like, just pennies to fucking samsung i i it might have been the other way around Yeah, i can't remember i think it was the other way around but yeah i'm pretty sure but it was that's... really like just dick yeah well there was um like a guy had to pay a fine or something and he sent in his entire fine in ones that were origamied into pigs nice so, like, yeah that's what mark cuban should do <laughs> 600,000 singles no, origami into pigs. Nobody watches the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite NBA team? I'm a Chicago Bulls fan if I ever bother to watch the if NBA. If you ever bother to watch. And it's only because of the 90s wins, right? Because of Michael Jordan. Yeah, yes, I, there you I, go. Was, I was a huge Michael Jordan hey, fan. Hey, man, Scottie Pippen, fucking Michael Jordan, and uh, Dennis Rodman. You yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, and even without Jordan, they were my go-to team in NBA Jam. So it oh, wasn't yeah. just it wasn't just like, oh, well, you know, I, I only like them because Jordan's on them. They were my team. And like, so I would sport like black and red all the time. Like I'd, I had Chicago Bulls hats and jackets and T-shirts and stuff. Um, so like, yeah, you know, I was uh, I, I liked uh, basketball and the Chicago Bulls back when uh, basketball and the Chicago Bulls were both relevant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the NBA has been relevant in years. Yeah, I mean, like, Space Jam, and then it's, like, oh, all down, like, Jam. it just, like, it ended after Space Jam. Which is funny, since he was playing fucking baseball. He was playing baseball by the time he got to Space Jam, yeah. And then, you know, it showed things to come, because he went back to playing basketball. Well, I think it was, I think it was actually, like, this, I think that was kind of, like, the idea was, like, we're going to tell the story of what happened between the time Michael Jordan retired from basketball and when he came back, because when he comes back at the end of the movie, he's wearing 45 like he did when he came back to the yeah. Chicago Bulls in real life. So what you were saying is the Space Jam was actually based on a true story. Space Jam actually happened. Yes. Bill Murray. Oh, my God. Space Jam really happened. This is and that's why Bill Murray was Bill Murray. Right. Because it really happened. And Bill Murray was really there. <laughs> Damn. By this logic, Who Framed Roger Rabbit was real life, too. I'm going to watch the movie Cool World sometime soon, which apparently came out after Roger Rabbit, but the yes. animation is is worse. <laughs> All right, so. So. 
Uh, Dewey Richbar has been amazing in this entire process, as the uh, folks who are uh, uh, working for the Buffalo Irish Center right here on Abbott Road. Oh, t -t 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 yeah. Um, a punk rock folk show to help support the Buffalo Irish Center. They were recently robbed of several thousand dollars and some priceless artwork. All proceeds will benefit the Irish Center. Doors will be at 6 p.m. and will be $5 for 21 and older, $7 for under 21. There will also be raffles and much more, so stay tuned. Uh, pizza is being donated by Imperial Pizza. Slices will be a dollar. Uh, Guitar Factory has donated a $50 gift card to their store at Southgate Plaza. G&G Fitness has donated $100 in gift certificates for use in store along with NFL authenticated signed photos of, get this, Rob Gronkowski of the New England Patriots. Wow, uh, that's a little weird. Yeah, and well, he's he's local. He's from here. Oh, okay. uh, Indigo Produ Productions has given a great deal on the sound and light system to make this show amazing, and the Buffalo Sabres have donated a signed Josh George's hockey stick that will be raffled off. Who's it signed by? Uh, Josh George's. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, and this show features um, my my dear friends Wyatt Coin, uh, Evicted, uh, some more friends of mine, Cardboard Homestead, Dick Biscuit, Operation Dynamo. And this band, who we're going to close out the show with, and they're called Shambles, and we will see you next week on the... Well, you know what? Their longest song is three and a half, is three uh, three minutes and 17 seconds, so we still have to kill another minute. Oh, way to dick that around. No, no, because <laughs> they got two of them, so just play the 52-second one first, and then the other one. Ooh. Boom, baby! All right. Problem so, solver. Yes, Shambles. The song's called No Goal, and then Coulter Bay, and you can catch them... Saturday night at the Buffalo Irish Center on Abbott Road. I'll be there. Maybe you should be too. Check it out. Here's Shambles, all WNY Radio. We'll see you next week. Peace. Let me try that again. <laughs> that was loud too. I yeah. I I. It helps if I turn the uh, volume on. Let me try that again. Here's Shambles, and we'll see you next week. One second.
pudiera fucking hurt.